Hello, okay, uh, here's the next lecture in the series, the embryology of the musculoskeletal system. This lecture is aimed at talking about the development of the skeletal system, in particular the skull and the axial skeleton, but also then the development of the limbs themselves, which we have touched on briefly before, and to talk about how the muscles of the limbs, head and body wall form. Now, this lecture is normally fairly long, so I'm going to skip over the development of much of the skull and the head, because this is going to be met when we talk about the, the pharyngeal or the branchial arches towards the end of this series, which will tie in with your understanding of uh, the anatomy of the head and neck. <laughs> and if I skip over that, then we should move forward a little bit more quickly. So to start with, then, we need to go back to the point um, at the end of the development of the embryo to 18 days lecture. You remember at the, the 18 day point we had our three layers of ectoderm, mesoderm and endoderm which are going to go on and form the structures of the embryo. And the notochord had formed in the midline of the embryo beneath the um, primitive streak and the primitive node. Now there's some, there are some key concepts in the musculoskeletal system, one of which is that Embryos of animals, from insects up to man, are organised segmentally. There are distinct segments in the body. The segments can be seen as the vertebrae, uh, as the ribs, as the dermatome patterns that you've seen in the anatomy classes, that um, sensation from parts of the skin to specific nerves are arranged in distinct segments. And the origins of these segments then are based in um, the early development of the mesoderm from 18 days onwards. So what happens? In the midline we have the notochord, in the middle of the mesoderm, either side of the notochord we start to get cells um, coming, coming grouped together. So we have a condensation of cells either side of the notochord, either side of the midline. And this is the paraxial mesoderm. Uh, outside there, so lateral to this, we then have some intermediate mesoderm, and most laterally we have the lateral mesoderm. So the paraxial mesoderm is going to give rise to much of our segmentation control. It's going to form what we call somites. The intermediate region will be involved in, say, development of the urogenital system. The lateral mesoderm will be involved in formation of lateral structures, such as the limbs, and it's going to split into two layers. The lateral mesoderm will become the splanchnic mesoderm and the somatic mesoderm. And let's remember those terms. We talked about the words viscous, uh, viscera, splanchnic and somatic at the beginning of the, of the anatomy teaching. Soma meaning of the body. So somatic mesoderm is going to form structures of the body. Somites likewise is going to form structures of the body. So structures that are either under voluntary control or that we can we can feel the sensation of such as if you touch your skin, you can feel that that touching sensation, that's somatic, um, versus the splanchnic mesoderm. So splanchnic meaning uh, guts of the, of the viscera, so visceral structures, organs, things we're not directly aware of. So the lateral mesoderm will become the somatic mesoderm and the splanchnic mesoderm. So the mesoderm is, is the big layer, it's going to make an awful lot of structures. If we go back then to the paraxial mesoderm, these 
um, condensations of mesoderm either side of the notochord, that signaling center, the condensations become segmented, they become grouped into regular segments called the somites. And this occurs as the um, as the primitive streak begins to regress. So the primitive streak um, regresses from the head end of the embryo, the plate that's going to become the embryo, towards the tail. And as it regresses, it the um, the paraxial mesoderm becomes segmented. So either side of the notochord, we have seven somitomeres forming. Somitomeres are the somites of the head. And once those somitomeres are formed, um, as the primitive streak continues to regress, it leaves behind somites. And every few hours, a new pair of somites are formed. Uh, and we can see this from 18 days onwards, 22 days, 23 days, we're getting an increasing number of, of somites, and the embryo can be staged by the, the number of somites that have been formed. And this is then somitogenesis. This is a form of organization, of course. So um, this tissue is being organized by a range of signaling molecules, which I won't mention in this lecture. Um, but there is strong signaling. So you remember we talked about the axes of the embryo. That there is a there is a left to right axis, a ventrodorsal axis, um, a head to tail axis, and so on. And this is an example then of the head to tail axis. That the cells are informed as to where they are, and in response to um, signaling, they then become organised into these segmented uh, lumps of cells. So what we have, what's in a somite? Well, a somite initially starts to form as kind of a, a ball of cells around a, a central space, a central lumen, the somitocele, um, which has its own cells. So this is um, an epithelial, it enters an epithelial form, a ball of cells with a space in the middle held in place by a basal lamina. But as time progresses, this structure breaks down and the ball of cells begins to break up. The cells become less sticky. The cells became, begin to divide with mitosis and they transform back to a mesenchymal morphology. So mesoderm is the cell layer. When we use the term mesenchyme, what we mean is the connective tissue of the embryo. So these cells then become uh, mesenchymal. So the somite breaks down and becomes mesenchymal. And it splits into groups of cells that, get, that are slightly different are gonna, and are going to go on to form different structures. So ventrally then, the cells become what we call the sclerotome. Scleros from the Greek hard. So sclerotome, tome meaning, um, well, tome is from the word, you know, it's included in the word anatomy. Tome is to cut up a piece you've cut up, a piece, a chunk. Sclerotome. So sclerotome is a group of cells that are going to go on and form hard tissues, cartilage, bone, etc. Dorsally, uh, the cells of the dermomyotome, dermo um, meaning skin, myo, muscle. So these cells are going to go on and form uh, muscle and uh, parts of the dermis, they will become part of the skin. 
And the somite is starting then to, to become defined. The cells of the somite are starting to become uh, defined. These cells then start to migrate. So the, um, the cells of the sclerotome start to migrate around the notochord and they start to produce a cartilaginous matrix. So they're starting then to make the vertebral body. The notochord is going to run in the center of um, the vertebral body and the neural tube is going to be enclosed by other parts of bone so it will become the, this, the spinal cord enclosed within the vertebra. So then we, we have a somite and we have within the somite we have cells starting to become determined we have dorsal and ventral parts of the somite and medial and lateral, lateral parts of the somite. So medial parts of the somite, medial, me, medioventral parts of the somite in the sclerotome are going to become the vertebral body, parts of the intervertebral disc. They're going to form parts of the rib and other connective tissues. The lateral parts of the sclerotome are going to form the arch of the vertebra, the pedicle of the vertebra. They're going to migrate to form the distal parts of the ribs. Uh, and connective tissue in that region. Dorsally, then, we have the dermomyotome, which is going to go on and form uh, the dermis, uh, the myotome, various muscles, and different parts of the dermomyotome will form different groups of muscles. Uh, one part will go on to form the intrinsic back muscles. Another part of the, the dermomyotome will send cells around to form the muscles of the ventrolateral body wall, such as the muscles between the ribs and the muscles of the anterior abdominal wall, such as the um, obliques. They will also send cells into the limb to form the muscles of the limb. The, the axial skeleton then, if I, if I miss out the skull and the cranium, um, just to mention that uh, parts of the skull form in different ways, and of course we have gaps between the flat bones yeah, during development of the fetus uh, with the fontanelles allowing the skull to move to help passage through the birth canal. So we have some specializations here and what have you, but the bones and the muscles of the skull and the head and the face don't just form from the semitomeres, they largely form from the pharyngeal arches and the pharyngeal arches and what have you I really should leave until another lecture where you um, understand the anatomy of the skull better and we can tie it in. So we'll meet that um, after Easter. So let's move on to the development of the vertebral column, which I was hinting at earlier, in that if we go back to the sclerotome, those cells are migrating and dispersing and moving around the notochord to enclose the notochord. An interesting point is that the sclerotome splits into two parts in each somite uh, and one half becomes rather densely packed cells and the other half is a group of loosely packed cells and in between the two a nerve appears um, extending between the um, neural tube and the, the dermomyotome and that splits these two groups of sclerotome cells uh, into a densely packed group and a, a loosely packed group. And the densely packed group of cells of one sclerotome will combine with the loosely packed group of sclerotome cells from the other somite. So these will then form the bones of the vertebrae. So each vertebra 
takes half of its um, cells from one somite and the other half of its cells from the next somite. So the bones of the vertebrae are out of phase with the um, the dermatome, out of phase with the somite. Now this is useful partly because, as you know, the um, spinal nerves arise from the spinal cord in between the vertebrae, but also because there are many muscles between the vertebrae, and if these muscles are to form from the somites, then this allows them to do so. The somite and the muscles from the somite are essentially bridging the gap between the vertebrae because the vertebrae are out of phase. Of the vertebral column, there is an occipital region that forms, which will be incorporated into the bones of the base of the skull. The cervical region obviously becomes specialized to give us the atlas and the axis around which the head, the skull, rotates. The thoracic region is also interesting because the ribs will actually arise from essentially the thoracic part of the vertebral column from that sclerotome there. Uh, the bone, the vertebra of the sacral region fuse of course into a single sacral